welcome on back to Baseless Claims, our casual conversational comedy podcast. My name is Tay, comma, God sweepiest soldier. And I'm your host, Tori Thompson. My name is Tyler, the mentalist, Matheson. Okay. So when you say that, do you mean I'm talking you... about the CBS show that ran from 2009 to 2014, The Mentalist, which aired almost in the primetime slot, but not quite. It was at the 6 to 7 slot. Yeah, well, primetime bring... is the 7 to 8 slot. Why did you, you bring it up, bud? I'm just thinking, maybe we should all go watch The Mentalist, available on CBS Now. You, you see, if we how... all subscribe to CBS Now and watch The Mentalist, we can catch up on all of the episodes they ever aired and talk about you it. You know how much, like, pulling teeth it is for me to get get me to watch fucking anything. Hey, so Tay, what makes you think hey, Tay, I'm going to watch Tay, 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 this? Tay, listen. Tay, listen to me. There's uh-huh, two roads we could take right now. There's the road we could take where <laughs> you keep asking him questions about this. Oh, yeah. Which Sorry. You, we don't want to talk keep, about. I keep and the second thing we could trap. do is go, we could talk about what you wanted to talk about. And I think that maybe we should just, like, diverge down that road. We can definitely do that. We don't need to keep talking about it. But I just want everyone to know that you can go sign up for a seven-day free trial for CBS Now and get, you can physically get every single episode of The Mentalist broadcasted from your TV straight into your brain in those seven days free trial time if you just don't sleep for two of those days. So, Tay, what did you have? So, I've been really sleepy lately, boys. I don't know what's happening. It might be a change in the weather. might be seasonal depression coming in. Who fucking knows? But I need ways to stay awake during the workday because I get very sleepy. What ways have you found that keep you awake? I've already discussed in previous episodes that breath mints and gum seem to do the trick. That's, uh, a, that's, a, ru- that's, a, that's a really rough one for your gut. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be constantly slinging back icebreakers. That sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, the better alternative is slinging back monsters. Oh, that's way better for your gut and for better for your overall mental health as well. Mm, you see, mm. if you just crush about four cans of Monster Energy <laughs> in a 20-minute time period, oh, okay, you're going to be good the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. I do see a lot of e-girls and trans-feminine people online drinking the white, white can. can of Monster. And, yep. I would, and I would assume that that's just like healthy at this point with the amount of people that drink that shit. It's funny you say that because like, scientists got together and decided that girls don't need to drink water. Girls <laughs> actually can just survive off of oh. zero sugar energy drinks. Oh, I didn't know. Can you link me that study after we're done with the podcast? I'd love to read it. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a bunk ass article. And it was just, it wasn't really like posted anywhere of like, of repute of reputation, perhaps. <laughs> uh, it was just kind of like copy pasted into, into a discord server. So like, and then that, and then that message was screenshotted and put put on like r slash trans, yeah, shit. trans allies. Yeah. If you want to be a trans ally, go go buy go buy a trans person a white can of Monster. It's a genius marketing move. It really is, honestly. Um, if, I so, love the, I love the idea of if just on the can it says like if you don't buy this you're transphobic. <laughs> it's like yeah. really aggressive, yeah. which is weird because you think that the classic monster is probably swinging for the exact opposite demo. 
<laughs> it is. Yeah, really, honestly, it is. Like, it's, uh, it's uh, the sugar. An original monster goes with a Punisher sticker. <laughs> yeah. The way that a white can goes with an e-girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you showed me, like, a clip out of a picture, and it was like a bumper sticker of a Monster Energy logo and asked me, like, what complete the picture. I'd say that's <laughs> on the back of a fucking Dodge Ram, and there's a Punisher sticker right fucking next to it. But then they pull the bait and switch on you and go, uh, 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 this is actually an e-girl's car. And there's a bunch of anime stickers and shit on it. Only if the Monster Energy logo is the purple color, though. Then I would know that's the, that's the girl one. <laughs> like the, um, the regular can of Monster says, like, if you don't buy this fucking can of Monster, you hate cops. And the, the fucking white can <laughs> with the purple logo says, you're transphobic if you don't buy this. <laughs> Fuck. Good good on Monster for hitting both demographics, right? How small of an office do you work in? Like, could you just stand up and start doing jumping jacks and like push-ups? Yes, I could. I could do that. Uh, It would be a lot less awkward from when I worked in a cubicle. Uh, I have my own office now. I can just like close the door and be like, I'm taking a a call. It'll be like 10 minutes. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. And then you just get up and start doing the pacer test. (laughs) It'll wake you up. I exact. I have the same exact question as Tori did, but on a maybe grander scale. Just how big is that office? Can you fit a P90X in there? P90X isn't a machine. It's a pretty <laughs> small. It's it's actually just a DVD that you or a yeah. VCR, a, a videotape <laughs> that you pop in. I, are well, you I'm thinking? You are bought- you thinking of the Bowflex? I'm thinking yeah, of the Bowflex. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm certainly thinking of the Bowflex. No, no, I'm not. I'm totally thinking of if you just bought every copy of a P90X, uh-huh. could you fit it in the office? Yeah, sure. just stack them up. There's only one video, so it's just gonna be a lot it, of yeah. repeats. But wait, is there only one video? I thought there were like four. I don't care. What am I talking about? No, like P90X would be a thing I could do in that office. You could though. do the P90X videos yes, in the office. Because with a full Bowflex machine. That well, no, no, well. no. Without the Bowflex. Okay. I know that there are several P90X videos that uh, like are all like, you don't need weights to be fit. Check it out. Do these crazy fucking workout things in your living room. All you need is 10 minutes a day and one less Oreo, Tub Tub. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 you're talking about the, the P90X Ab Ripper. You're talking about uh, their Ab Ripper program. Ab Ripper and cardio, if I remember correctly. I think you should just put a whole goddamn gym in there. Like, yeah, sure, you can have the P90X. <laughs> but yeah, you know what? Bring in the Bowflex. Hang a punching bag, you know? But wouldn't that make me even more sleepy? Because I would be getting no. like a full-ass workout. Yeah, but that, okay, that might make you tired, but it also is like it's going to boost so much of your mental health and you're going to feel rejuvenated. You've got more energy than ever. Also, having a punching bag in my office, probably not good optics, right? No, it's good optics because then it's like, yeah. oh, she works hard. Like she's getting all, she's grinding so fucking hard that she needs to de-stress at work because of how hard she's grinding. <laughs> uh, how do I make the switch from Red Bull to Monster? Is there is there a process? Just stop being transphobic. Mm, okay. Do I have <laughs> to like... Do I have to like do the dog food thing where you like mix 25% of it and then 50% oh. of it? 
Oh, that is a fucking cursed image with energy drinks. Having your own fucking alchemical lab because I'll get my tummy hurt if I switch over too fast. No, here's what you got to do. You got to take the Red Bull and like, or, or the monster, whatever you choose, and you got to make it a little bit healthier than just going straight energy drink. So what you got to do is you got to have yourself a little monster bomb. You know, you pour half the can out into like a little... You know, you pour, you pour like a decent shot glass of that monster and drop it right into a big old tall glass of milk and down that puppy. Oh, now you're getting healthy fats. You're getting calcium, mm-hmm, vitamin mm-hmm. D. I do, I do drink iced coffee in the morning. Do you think monster coffee, milk, and maple syrup sounds like a good mix? It doesn't matter if it tastes good. Kinda. No, it does. Here's the answer. No, it doesn't. You got to want it. I can kind of grin and bear it, but it's got to have at least something to it, you know? I'm sorry. My mic arm is literally falling off my desk at this moment in time. So continue the podcast. Just like, you know, forget I'm here. You know, you guys do it often enough. So thank God, Tyler, what did you have? Let's get back to the mentalist. Now, if, like I said, if you all log on to CBS now, create your free account for seven days, you can watch all of the mentalist. You know what I love about this question, Tay, is that you're like, I'm so sleepy at work. Like, do I need to drink more energy drinks? And the last question you're going to try and, like, solve is like, well, maybe I shouldn't go to bed at 2 in the morning. Well, I don't go to 2 in the morning bed. (laughs) I don't go 2 in my bed. (laughs) That didn't put up a good argument for you. I I sure fucking didn't. No, but I actually go to to bed at, like, decent times now, like... 10, 10, 1 a.m. <laughs> yeah. So we like the gym idea. We like the energy drink idea. Mm-hmm. However, what if we're doing a non-caffeinated way? I did find an article here that just like how to wake up at work. Number one, go outside. I'm at work. I don't I know. Do, if, I do I have can. the capability to step outside though. Okay. Not everyone has that luxury, though. Correct. So that's kind of I, a weird... I work in a very a weird bougie opener. candy factory. <laughs> yeah, go go for a little walk. That's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but like if you work like at fucking H&M, you can't just say like, I'm going <laughs> to go outside. They'd be like, the fuck you are. Get back to stocking those fucking <laughs> shelves. Or, or if you can, it's going to be like, okay, well, you've got 15 minutes and I know you're not going to be able to walk and eat that burrito. So I guess you're not having lunch then. Mm-hmm. God, working in corporate America is a fucking nightmare. (laughs) This one says, get physical. Yep. With a co-worker? I don't know. I refuse to read the paragraph (laughs) underneath it. I I think maybe it's advocating that you just... Diane, I'm so tired. Come fuck me. (laughs) Just a Slack message. (laughs) (laughs) Just say you up, uh, JK, unless. <laughs> With the eyeball. You want break at JK, unless. <laughs> Everyone sets their Slack status to horny. <laughs> it's like the emoji with the like, that's like shing. Yeah. The yeah. tedious little shh. People who um, are doing it, it's like it's like the eggplant. <laughs> if they're uh, if they have Outlook, they have like a busy section on their fucking calendar and an out of office. Ugh, you shouldn't be using Outlook. Get Slack. What the fuck? Look, some of us work in boomer infested offices that don't know uh, anything else. Uh, um, another one it offers is <laughs> number four. Just chill. What? Great advice. That will put me to bed. That would literally 
be terrible. That's like the opposite. Like the second you start like, I'm just going to chill. You're out. You're fucking on your desk like. Yeah. That also sounds like advice that you give to anyone who's like, who like has anxiety and they're just like, why don't you just chill? Yeah. Have you thought about trying just chill that? chill out a little I, bit. I think, that, I think that cured you just now. <laughs> This is an article specifically for, I, 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 I just want to say, this article specifically says 12 non-caffeinated ways to wake up at work, okay? <laughs> it specifies uh-huh. at work. Uh-huh. Number six, pump some adrenaline. Nothing like a good fright to keep you alert and attentive. Watch a horror movie. Yes, yes, yes. This is a powerful, powerful idea. Tay, hire me. I will be your personal scare-er. I'll be your... Who's the guy who hosted Scare Tactics? I don't fucking know. I've never heard of... H. John Benjamin. Nope. Wasn't a white guy. (laughs) Tracy Morgan. Sure. Sure. There. I, it, my full-time job will be pranking you awake. That sounds horrible. Yeah, let's set this up. Yeah. Tay, what are, uh-huh. you, what are you doing at around like 1 p.m.? Are you at your computer, at your desk? Are you, are you mobile? Do you have a laptop, different workstation? Where are you at? What's your day look like at 1 p.m.? At 1 p.m., I'm trying to get some packages out Boom! the door. Did I get you? What the? Did you just bark at me? <laughs> Did it scare I you? Was, no. I think that was harassment. I just started the job. It's my first day. Give me I a think, break. I think you just called me a slur really fast and really loud. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was like cat calling. All right, fine. Can, fucking continue. I'll work on new scare tactics. Jesus Christ. You guys are- um, okay, so here I am in the sample room on putting things in boxes and taping them up and okay, getting ready Tori, to put them on how the are thing. You, how are you best? She's got her back turned. She's packing boxes at 1 p.m. How are you best going to make sure that this menial task is enough to, to, you know, you do something enough to, like, jolt her awake, you know, give her a good fright, a good scare. Hello. Uh, hello. This is this is Doctor Finnegan. Uh, I, are, is this Tay Adams? Uh, yes, this is Tay. Well, uh, Tay, I've I've got some frightening news for you, and it's uh, your your mother has been in a terrible car accident, and uh, she has she lost her arms and and her legs, and now she's just a a, a dumb torso. <laughs> oh you need God. to get here immediately. <laughs> my God, that's horrible. Um. Do you know what hospital she's at? They, they she's not. She was she she was at. Say it's pretty scary, uh, huh? Say it's she, pretty she was scary, at the, huh? It's it's pretty scary, huh? Uh, yeah, it's fucking terrifying that you yeah. won't tell me where my mother is. Well, we don't know. She started rolling away. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't funny. Oh right, right. I'm right, sorry. I'm scary, sorry. It's very right. scary. This um, is very scary. Yes. Uh, well, is there a search team or is like where did this happen? At the at the on the road. <laughs> when, and then she got struck, and then she got airlifted, and then we dropped her a little bit out of the helicopter, <laughs> but we caught her again because our stunt pilots are really good. Did I say stunt pilots? I meant I meant emergency hey, pilots. Hey, but sell up how scary this is. Like, ask like, are you scared uh, right now? Are you? 
boo. Are you are you scared right now? No, yeah, no not like that. Not like I'm fucking horrified. You have to boo again. This is yeah. you're a doctor. You're just asking. Well, you like, you should be, because because you're on scare tactics. <laughs> Tay, it's hey Tay, hey Tay, it's me. It's Tori. Tori, did you not think I could tell who this was based on your voice, bozo? Get better. L plus ratio. Also, you're right behind me. I can hear you. <laughs> like, I can hear you right behind me, behind the boxes. The scariest <laughs> part of that is that Tay just said L plus ratio in real life. Yeah. What's wrong with that? That was truly the scariest part. Yeah, cringe. I'm... I'm Cringe. You just did cringe on a, on a podcast. I know. I'm... <laughs> I'm chronically online. What do you fucking expect from me? A trans woman who spends all of her time on Twitter. Better. That's what I expect. Tyler, do you think it'd be scary if I swatted Tay? <laughs> Don't swat me, you fucking freak. Well, she, we're trying to do this while she's at work, you know? Like, we're trying to make yeah. this... Like, <laughs> swat yep. me at work? Holy shit. Yep. Okay, Tori, yes. I don't know if you should be in charge of the whole scare tactic. What? Okay, yeah. too big? Too big? Too big? Too Way big too and... Big. Uh, if you've simultaneously done like too big and too small, and then the other one was you were pretending to be a doctor and said we lost your mom. <laughs> we, like we dropped her like, we dropped her dumb torso out of an airplane. <laughs> that is what you said. Hey, but they caught her. The stunt pilots were really good. <laughs> yeah. That's a scary Okay, whatever. You guys don't get it. I'm an Artur. Hey, number 12 on this uh on this list of 12 ways to wake up at work is uh, call your mom. Oh. It just says, call your mom. I'd love to call Tay's mom. I bet you would, you fucking freak. That article sucked. I think the best way is watching The Mentalist on CBS Stop. now. Stop. Are you paying? Entertainment are you for your paid? whole family. And I need Share your ad people. revenue. I need at least 25 people to sign up for a CBS Now account or I'm fucked. I'm a dead man walking. <laughs> I made a bad fucking deal on some races and now I'm fucked unless 25 people sign up for CBS Now and use my referral code and watch the fucking mentalist. You think I wanted this? You think I want to tell people to watch The Mentalist? Knowing you? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's a great television show. Everyone should watch it. <laughs> CBS Now. Just get a fucking... It's free, okay? See, this is when this Fuck. is one of the situations where I wish we still had a live action podcast because the CBS executive with the gun to Tyler's head is very funny, like, prop humor <laughs> at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you could call it prop humor, but there's like literally an exec stand behind him about to like fucking cold cock him. So yeah, no, that is. I don't. That is I don't actually, know if I'd like you goofing is, on my buddy like that, who's being held hostage. But mm -hmm. like, look, he made a shit deal. He's got to learn from it. This is true. It, that is a real ass Colt forty five too. Yeah, I'm a dead man walking. I'm a dead man walking unless everyone starts watching the Mentalist. I got a little Wiley Coyote sign that just says help. And there's a CBS executive with a fucking gun in my house. Well, luckily, Tyler, I have a great way for you to make some money. Actually? Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready to play a, a hot new game that I've invented for, for the, the lot of you? What is this game, Tori? So first I want to say that this game was heavily inspired by a comment left from a listener of this show named Proppin'. Uh, I took oh, I it and problem. I ran with it and I made it uh, my own kind of thing. Let me explain to you how this new game is going to work. I have two spinning wheels. One spinning wheel will have a genre 
the other spinning wheel, will have a title. The goal of this is that based on those, you have to tell me a story that you're making up on the spot. Now, there could be some pitfalls you fall into along the way. Uh, There could be, uh, you know, there's a lot of room for error. And keep in mind, in this case, I am an executive at a movie studio. So I'm allowed to give you studio notes at any point throughout the story, okay, in which case okay. you must go with them or risk your funding. Okay, so this now, is on this is on the fly TV movie. edition. Yeah, this, this is, is on, on the, fly. the fly. It's it's similar to that, except for my game is called Spin Me a Tale. Ah, oh, fuck, that's a way better name. That's really good. That's so a way fucking better name. Fuck. We're ready to start. Uh, mm-hmm. This is not so, so. When one contestant is going and giving their pitch to the movie executive, you cannot. The other one cannot cut in. This is not a collaborative thing. This is this is a collaboration between me and the player. Okay. Do Let's, we have to set a timer for when we're going? No. Tay, do you want heads or tails? Uh, I will take tails. Flip a coin. You motherfucker. <laughs> Just have a coin. Why would I have a fucking coin? That dirty ass change going to give me that COVID shit? Uh-uh, I don't think so. Okay, Tyler, you are up first. Let's first spin for your genre. Okay. Tyler, your genre is action. Okay. Let's spin for a title, shall we? Okay, so I get no control of this right now. You get you no control of this. Oh, okay. this is a good pairing. Your genre is action. Your title is hunted. Okay, where are you getting these titles from? I made custom spinning wheels. Very nice. Very nice. So they're all from my head. Okay, so everyone uh, make sure that, again, you buy pod decks at the end of this episode so we can get the show off the ground and get a visual aspect to it, fully fund it, you know, whole nine yards. Okay. How do you open, how do you start talking to a movie executive? Is there, like, a special, like, greeting? Or, like, is there, like, a... You could just introduce Not the Weinstein way. I don't want to do the, like, hand job. (laughs) Like, is there, like, a way we can kind of bypass that? Foot job? Nope. Okay. Well, you just shake my hand then. I'm Tori. Uh, it's nice to meet you. I, well, my name is Tori MGM. Uh, oh. My, my name is Mis- Mr. Movie, and you're about to be stunned by what I have for you today. I'd love, I'd love to hear what you got for me. I cleared my day for you. I don't need the whole day. Maybe just, you know, maybe just listen to me for like, uh, like a couple minutes, and then, you know, from there, we can work on that. Okay. So the title is called hunted okay and this is kind of going to be a play on the new like aliens and predators movies with the renewed interest in the predators uh we want to really ramp up that full franchise and call it a and give it a different name but not aliens versus predators because everyone hated that one okay everyone's thought that sucked so we got to get away from that title that was my favorite one in the series it was not you're lying it was not you don't have to lie to me like that was you're a fucking liar, and I don't believe you. Anyhow, You're off on a bad foot there, Tyler, Mr. Movies. Uh, yeah, I, I, they don't call me Mr. Movies for nothing, okay? We're getting... How would you like to see Jackie Chan back in a major motion picture, okay? Fuck. Yep. And how Damn, about that's... we put Mr. Jackie Chan opposite Chris Tucker again? Mm. Now, I know what you're Studio thinking. note here. Chris Tucker mm. is kind of on the downslide right now. Uh, I want you to replace him with Chris Pratt. Do I have to do Chris Pratt? He gets everything. He gets everything. Can I pick another Chris? Chris Pratt will be in this movie. Can we animate him? 
Tyler. Now that's fun. Now that's fun right there. Can we make can can this be the Garfield movie? This is actually okay. Studio note from me. <laughs> no, that's Garfield. not how this works. Not how this works. It's still called Hunter. Not how this works. Not how it works. <laughs> when I give you a studio note, you must take what I say and go with it. Okay. So Chris Tucker out, Chris Pratt in. Chris Pratt in. We call it Hunted. It's a Garfield movie, okay, with Chris Pratt. We can turn him into Garfield. We could do something. Like, it's no longer Alien vs. Predator. It's Garfield vs. Predator. And we call it Hunted still. And the Predators drop on Earth. And they are looking for the strongest being to kill. And lo and behold, John is on vacation this week. And they're getting some big, strong power levels from that house. They break in they see this fat orange cat and they're like, that can't possibly be the strongest creature on this planet. But mm -hmm. then Garfield with one giant whooshing motion slaps his big fat tail just packed. You see like big chunks, like big squares of lasagna in the tail. Like that's where it's been oh. going is to fill the okay. tail like a weapon. And he beats the predator over the head with it. And the predator like flies through the window. And then Garfield is setting up uh, various tricks and traps throughout the house when the predator keeps trying to okay. get in. Mm -hmm. uh, and studio note: you kind of you kind of home aloneed me on that one, <laughs> and yeah. I, I sort of I I, I was kind of liking it, but I don't think that that's necessarily where we go. A lot of people really liked Kong Skull Island, so let's see what do we do if we you know maybe turned Garfield into a kaiju. That seems okay. hot right now. Yeah, yeah. So what we can do is uh, John went on vacation. The plane went down. John is dead. Everyone on mm -hmm. that plane was dead. Garfield finds himself on a remote island of sorts with, uh, you know, he's seeing uh, different uh, paintings, etchings, like lots of mysterious things left over from an ancient civilization uh, mm -hmm. that was previously on this remote island. Um, there is a a sacred lasagna of sorts is what we'll call it. And then Chris Pratt okay. goes, huh, looks pretty good. And then he goes and eats this very moldy old uh, food item mm -hmm. because he's so hungry, which bigifies him. Uh, okay. It bigifies him and turns him Wait, into... Wait, it bigifies Chris Pratt? Gar Chris Pratt as Garfield. I guess I missed that from the beginning. Yeah, you well, you said enter Chris Pratt. You said studio Well, note. I'm sorry. Sorry, we went really quickly from it's a buddy action film but with Jackie Chan and Chris Pratt to I'm wiping everything and Chris Pratt is Garfield now. <laughs> What's big right now? Sonic the Hedgehog movie, okay? Mm -hmm. Where there's an animated sidekick. Everyone yeah. wants an animated sidekick. So the only person who survived the plane crash opposite Garfield was Jackie Chan and once Garfield turns into a kaiju um, they fight each other until they realize the bigger threat is the predator and it's kind of like a, a big symbolism for mm -hmm. the, the real enemy in our life it's not rich or poor it's us versus the British is the big metaphor sure. at the end of the movie um, sure 
the pred- the predators are now British also. Like when they yeah. growl, they kind of growl <laughs> with a British accent. They're like, growl. <laughs> it's, then, it sounds really stupid. <laughs> they're, they're running after Garfield. Oi, oi. <laughs> and then there's a scene where they're like camping out and like eating food and it's just cans of beans. <laughs> um, Jackie Chan rides on Garfield's shoulders the entire yes. movie. Yes. Uh, and kind of controls him like a Remy the Rat situation. He from ratatouille's ratatouille. the fuck out of him. Yeah, he does. He ratatouille's Garfield. <laughs> yes. And we do have, if you, we, it's an action film. Um, action films need comedies though. You know, it's the Marvel setup. Everything needs to be a comedy now. So they do have uh, like a fun interaction where Jackie Chan is, while piloting the kaiju otherwise known as Garfield, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, Jackie Chan has like a, a fun moment where they do start uh, like cooking something. And he's like, what is this? Or uh, Garfield is like, what am I? Some kind of ratatouille? Do you like that? <laughs> Studio note. How about he says the title of our film? <laughs> what are we? Some kind of hunter? <laughs> there we go. That's got franchise potential now. Yeah, yeah. There's more than one British person. So there's like <laughs> yeah, exactly, a, a exactly. movie for each for each each encounter that uh Kaiju Garfield Chris Pratt has. Yeah, nature got mum, but I there's plenty of others to take down. <laughs> All right. You know what? After our great collaboration, I like that. You think you can get the film made for mm, 15 million? I can do it with 5. You okay? Can it be fully animated? No. You're going to do a fully animated movie on 5 million? Okie dokie. Yeah, I'm outsourcing the labor. <laughs> yeah, you're going to life a pie the VFX team. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to say I went bankrupt. Whoops, no one gets paid. <laughs> Whoopsie. Is there like a score rating? You did say I'm, I could make money from that. Yeah, 5 million. You talked yourself out of a bunch of points. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that was the point system. I thought I thought maybe we were just kind of wiping my debt with CBS. <laughs> That's the way you're going to fucking score is you're going to give us a score out of 15 or whatever millions that you would budget it. Tyler, you're, just you're, pitching, down. you're pitching for funding right now. That's your point is how much funding are you going to get to get this made? Oh, my God, Tyler, you fucking idiot. Tay, I wouldn't yes. have it any other way. <laughs> are you ready to spin me a tale? I would love to spin you a tale, Mr. Movie MGM Tory person. All right, Tay, let's get you a genre. Please do. All right, you got comedy is your genre, Tay. Perfect, perfect. Uh, let's I get have a to, title. I have to know really quick, is it just comedy or did you also have romantic comedy as a separate option? Nope, it's just comedy. Perfect, okay. So I can make it a rom-com if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Let's get you a title. So this is one, um, you you can go ahead and note the inspiration for this title. Uh, this, your movie is going to be called David and the Humongous Fucking Pineapple. <laughs> so you're making a comedy movie called David and the Humongous Fucking Pineapple. All right. First things first, we get Tim Burton, uh, and we get the stop motion team, that did James the Giant Peach, and this is just a full parody movie. And we're going to take a bunch of different, like, childhood stories, probably all Road Doll stories, and make it kind of like a disaster movie or scary movie kind of spoof mm. of those mm-hmm. movies. Um, so it'll start out 
Uh, I'm sorry. Can I get the name again one more time? Uh, David and the humongous fucking pineapple. <laughs> so uh, I'm loving how you're going to bring the romance into this. <laughs> I didn't say I was going to. Um, so we're going to start off with David uh, waking up one day in his abusive household. And it's like over the top abusive. Like dad is wearing wife beaters, just constantly slinging back the Jack Daniels, just mm-hmm. just comically uh way too over the top. Yeah, all that funny stuff. (laughs) Um, And then one day he's going to find a pineapple in the trash and he's going to be like, why'd you throw this out, dad? And his dad's going to be like, fucking stupid ass fucking fruit. David's going to be like, oh, okay, cool. He's going to take it, chop the top off of it and plant it in the ground because that's how you grow pineapple trees. Let me stop you for a second there, Uh Tech. Who's playing the father? The father would be played by Mel Gibson. <laughs> that works. Perfect. Yep. No notes. Perfect. No notes on that one. Okay. So can I ask something for clarification with yeah. the stop motion? Is it real Mel Gibson or is it like a claymation <laughs> Mel Gibson? Like, or, is it, or is it real ass Mel Gibson while be- everything else is stop motion? Yeah, yeah, you got it. It's real ass Mel Gibson with everything else stop motion. <laughs> physically, physically dominant Mel Gibson. <laughs> so, so uh, just as uh, you know, I've made plenty of movies in my day, and I just know that logistically, how we're going to have to do that is that we're going to have to do all the stop motion sets and stuff like that, and then we're going to have to bring Mel Gibson onto a blue screen stage and try and match lighting and go ahead and fit them in, but you know that doesn't always look great, so. But I like it. I think we're going to go with it. I think since this is a spoof movie, we don't have to nail every detail, but... Yeah, maybe we feather the edges a little extra just so it looks bad. Yeah, of course. Perfect. Um, So in this dream sequence, David uh, and his grandpapa win golden silver tickets to the soda factory run by Jilly Jonka. Uh, Jonka Soda. And they go to this factory and go on a whimsical mini adventure touring all the different kinds of sodas. And a bunch mm-hmm. of kids get brutally murdered. Uh, and we get to the last one. And uh, Jilly Jonk is like, you just don't get it. Like, I can't just give this factory to anybody. I have to give it to someone who's passionate about soda. And uh, David's like, well, I am passionate about soda. I've just made a few mistakes along the way. Uh, and he inherits the soda factory. Um, but it's a brutal, crushing reality. In the first week, he is in the red. All the investors have pulled out because there's no namesake for the company anymore. And he's struggling to make ends meet for this company. He has to lay off all the grumpa-bloompas. Uh, and uh, he wakes up in a cold sweat and looks outside. Is that the... Is that the pineapple i fucking planted last night he's gonna rush outside to his dad staring up mel gibson staring up into the (laughs) sky of a giant pineapple tree and a just a ginormous like space shuttle size uh pineapple hanging from one of the branches Um, studio note before we continue into the pineapple let's take a walk back to when he inherits the uh the soda factory oh yeah sure sure Okay, what if there's a what? It's not a dream sequence anymore. <laughs> it's real now. What if? And what if the soda factory 
has a curse, and Jilly Jonka has has had this curse eating away, transforming, oh, with, turning okay. his body, and okay. he, the only way to get rid of it is that he has to give it to someone else who accepts it willingly. They must accept the curse. He doesn't does have Jilly, to explicitly tell does them. Does Jilly but they Jonka must have herpes? <laughs> is that herpes that Jilly Jonka has? I told you to get out of my studio. You already had your pitch. Get out. Okay. I'm just questioning whether or not, you know, Jilly Jonka's handing out STDs in his factory. But okay, okay, I'm, I'm bye-bye. Please continue. I'm sorry about that. Very disrespectful uh, of him. So we get back to the pineapple, right? Gigantic space shuttle-sized pineapple in the front yard now. Um, drunken Mel Gibson just walks back inside thinking he's just smashed out of his mind and passes out on the couch or whatever. I'm kind of done with him at this point in the movie. Um and David climbs up this tree and latches onto the pineapple and notices a hole in the side of it. And he climbs in and keeping on the Rodal train, we can make the inside of a pineapple an orphanage. And there's this one mm, orphan. Yep, this one orphan named uh, Delilah. And she's got like mind powers and she can move shit around with her mind. And it becomes like a, a mini jailbreak story uh, for David to get Delilah out of this giant fucking pineapple. Mm -hmm. um, and it kind of turns into like a Shawshank Redemption kind of thing. Sure. Um, oh, God, I'm losing it. The real question is how do we land this plane now? Because I'm liking what you're saying. Right, right. So they get out of this pineapple, right? Um, mm -hmm. and the humongous fucking pineapple, the humongous fucking pineapple. Uh, and as they're parachuting away, yes, they found a parachute and are parachuting to the ground. Uh, David's going to throw on a pair of sunglasses carrying Delilah and go, that was fuck. Uh, <laughs> that was epic. <laughs> <laughs> that was epic to the max. He's gonna throw a grenade into the into the pineapple and blow it into smithereens so that there is no more pineapple orphanage. And he's gonna float down to the ground, uh, stand Delilah up, and she's gonna be like, Do you wanna live together and kick your dad out because he's stupid and abusive? And I don't know how he is because I've been in the pineapple the whole time. And Dave's going to be like, huh, babe, you bet. And he's going to sweep her off the feet and it's going to go into a wedding sequence and they get married. And uh, that's the end of the movie. Happy uh, montage of marriage with two kids. That's not funny. How do we got to end this comedy? All right. They can get married. That's fine. Is there going to be a fun dance sequence? Oh, of course. Perhaps yeah. maybe some type of, uh, some type of, uh, maybe he does flub that last line. Maybe he's like, you know, trying to say the cool thing before the explosion, and then Mel Gibson comes in swinging and punches him right in the face. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, one of the things that I forgot to mention that Jilly Jonka is played by Post Malone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he and is. At the end of the movie, uh, Post Malone as Jilly Jonka comes in to play the wedding. So that's where yes. the dance sequence comes in. He plays uh, Congratulations, uh, and there's this fun little dance sequence to it. I like that. The curse is broken when he finds true love. Jilly Jonka is freed. Everyone is freed. Post Malone plays. I Perfect. love that. You got I it. I love that. You got it, sir. You think you can get that made for $25 million? That's a good starting point. I've been in this situation before. You're really going to want to lowball him, okay? <laughs> You're really going to want to lowball him. <laughs> Say you can do it for like two. What I'm can your vision be made for? Be real with me. You know, I've been in the industry a long time. 
that's pretty close to what I was going to ask. I was going to ask for 30. You got to afford Post Malone. Like. Yeah. Post Malone's going to be a huge And Mel part Gibson. Of the that's a big get. Well, well, we're actually I, just going to have a stunt double play Mel Gibson, and then we're going to record his lines over Zoom. <laughs> just ADR him in. I feel like you can get 45 if you get the real Mel Gibson and make sure no one improves the Zoom audio quality in which he <laughs> records his lines in even the slightest fucking bit. Like, it's phasing in and out all the fucking time. The, the green screen is literally just, like, the effect that you can do on Zoom. It's not, like, real green screen. It's just the cutout effect. It's, it's just Mel Gibson's upper body. <laughs> You forgot that this is all against the stop motion background. Yeah. When there's like, there's like the shot of like the pineapple and then it like reverses with like a down angle at him to show how small he looks. And it's just him holding his laptop up. <laughs> it's a very physically demanding role. He did very it's, a tough, it's, it's one of his toughest roles that he's ever done. <clears throat> now that was great, but I, I had a, you guys both have this special energy to you that I really like the, the, the storytelling and I, I like the, the, the collaboration. I'm wondering if I could, um, mm -mm. perhaps mm -mm. have you two sit in together and, and maybe pitch me a story that you co-direct. Okay. Sure. We can do that. Are you going to roll us some new topics? Yep. Keep in mind. I hate her fucking guts. Okay. <clears throat> I have never That's met, the, I've never met this man before in my life. Yeah, he kept interrupting you. I'm very sorry yeah. about that. I, Mr. Movie. I almost think that this guy might be transphobic. So, for the collaborated film, both of your genre is Western. Ooh. Okay. You're making a Western movie, and the title is Wrong Place, Right Time. I think we should go with the classic Western story of new sheriff in town. That's always a good idea. Um... And the the whole title kind of brings this air of like he's in just a really fucked up town. Like there's a huge conspiracy. You wouldn't believe how fucked up this town is. There's like this a huge town is so fucked up. Yeah, there's a huge there's a huge coyote in it, and it's fucking gnarly. <laughs> and he's there. wily. <laughs> and, that, and that coyote is wily as hell and all of the other sheriffs have never been able to catch this wily coyote okay like they are struggling all the last the last sheriff got a fucking bomb that blew up his house mm -hmm. like a a big circular bomb blew up the last sheriff with with the word bomb just on the side of it <laughs> mm-hmm and so we got our new sheriff in town. Mm -hmm. Tay, who plays our new sheriff? Our new sheriff will be played by... Oh, let's make it progressive. Let's make it really progressive. So, like, we get some extra media hype with this one. And then all the fucking, like, fucking internet nerds hate it. Let's get, like, Lupita Nyong'o as the new sheriff. Okay. Studio note has to be a white dude. Fuck! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go with whoever you want. Okay, how about uh, Jamie Clayton? She is a trans uh, trans actor. No one fucking knows who that is. She played Nomi in Sense8, you motherfucker. What? The animated it, movie? No, Sense8 is a film by the uh, fucking Matrix duo. It's a, it's a really long- The Wachowskis? Long, yeah, it's a really long Netflix web, seri web series. Web series. Really long Netflix series. It's really good. 
about people. Who no share one has seen that. We gotta be, we gotta do something different. No one has fucking seen that. I just really like her. She's cool. <laughs> New sheriff is played by fuck it. Let's say we did a diversity cast and just make it Scarlett Johansson. And then we just like fucking CGI her somehow. Okay, I'm I'm down. I'm down. We make her disabled. What do you, what do you, wait, what do you mean by CGI <laughs> don't her? Say, don't say we make her disabled. That's yeah. We, up. we we like make her like disabled in post, and we're like, look at the good we did, and everyone's like, that's kind of fucked up. There are disabled actors, and we're like, yeah, but we put a funny cast on Scarlett Johansson, and we try and tout ourselves as like we. Did oh, she something. broke her arm, did she? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's see, we're already starting the like the fucking disaster that this movie's pre-production is gonna be. So we get extra hype, so more people see it in theaters. Like what they're doing with "Don't Worry, Darling," where like they release the one clip of Harry's really bad acting, so more people want to see it. Sure. Okay. You know, like when Harry goes like, and don't you go messing this up. I no, have, I don't I know that. No idea. What oh, you're it's really about. bad. You got to see it. It's really funny watching Harry Styles act bad. All right. It looks like Harry Styles is going to be your new sheriff. <laughs> cool. That, look, okay. it worked for that movie. It's going to work for our movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Harry Styles is your sheriff. Judge Hammer. Who's the guy that? Who's the guy that he spit on? Uh, Chris Pine. Let's make him the deputy. <laughs> I love that because Chris Pine's just hot. We need more Chris Pine just being fucking hot in movies. Imagine how good that fucker's going to look in a cowboy hat. Mm. So Mm -hmm. fucking good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can our Western movie, like, would you consider asking the studio here, since the studio knows best, would you consider Brokeback Mountain a Western movie? I would. Perfect. (laughs) There are, (laughs) we open a Full erotic scene between yep. Harry Styles and Chris Pine. You gotta grab He's the spitting audience. all over him. <laughs> there's so much. There's so much fucking spit and sweat in this. They're in a tent, okay? It's like, you know, a like deer skin like tent. So it's absorbing mm-hmm. all of the smells. Like we want to make sure the audience feels the mustiness. That yep. is in mm-hmm. that fucking tent. The moisture is palpable. This is a 4D movie. I was going to so say, yeah, spraying, yeah. So we're spraying the audience. Yes, with sweat. <laughs> Every time Harry Styles spits in the movie, the 4D experience like, <laughs> spritzes water on the back of your neck. <laughs> well, this is only in the IMAX cut. So you have to go like pay premium for the 4D version. You only get the 4D version. Fuck it. We're not selling cheap tickets to this experience. That's how we can justify it. We can say like, no, no, no. This is an experience like Avatar. You can't just see it in 2D. You legally have to see it in 4D. Okay. If you can give me a good enough pitch, I'll uh, I'll green light that. Is the, I'm sorry, is the spit not a good enough pitch? Every time Harry Styles spits or sweats, you get wet? It's about getting asses in seats, all right? And if it's a if it's a limited run, if you're excluding people, you're gatekeeping it. True, true. No, no, but think of the stands, the Harry stands that will show up in drives to feel like Harry spit on them. They are about the same level as K-pop stands. So this is this is a good point. You will get butts in seats guaranteed. But only a certain amount. You have to look. I know the business, all right? Are you questioning me? It's about no, asses and seeds. It's not about art, okay? Right, right, right. We're, we're focusing way too much on the minutiae here of this movie. Yeah, you're focusing too much on... You haven't told me anything about this story yet. Right, right, right. So there's the Wiley e. Coyote. Uh, 
<laughs> Once again, uh, I would like to request that this be uh, partially animated. Wiley Coyote is uh, partially animated. Denied. Stop requesting that things be partially animated. <laughs> Tyler. This hey, is a fully live action film. Ex- excuse me. Excuse me. MGM uh, person. I'm going to, I'm going to bring my associate aside here really quick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah yes, yeah. please. Tyler, you're fucking this up for us, my guy. Come on. Like we, this is our, this is our vision. We need to make we this We all movie. loved James Marston in Sonic. Of we course all we all love James Marston in Sonic. That's not this movie. We need to do better. Okay. Just fucking roll with it. All right. Okay, All right, okay. uh, Mr. MGM. Uh, so yes. there's the Wiley Coyote terrorizing the town, the wrong place, if you will. And mm-hmm. the the townsfolk are falling left and right to the the japes of this Wiley Coyote. The tricks and traps. He's mm-hmm. so fucking devious. You so wouldn't devious. believe how wily and devious this coyote is. Like he killed an entire train of people because there was like he put up like a billboard cave. And then he like painted it so it looked like it was something, but it was just rock right mm-hmm. behind it. Mm-hmm. Whole train, dead. Like imagine the the strife that a sheriff has to deal with in that town when like sure. half of them got wa- wiped out in one yeah. terrible accident like that. It's a good enemy builder. Like, look, if you're looking at the history of screenwriting and, you know, everyone's read Save the Cat, you know that if you want a hero, you have them, you know, proverbially, per- that was the correct saying of that. Uh, Pervertedly. <laughs> they have to pervertedly. <laughs> you have them pervertedly, <laughs> uh, you know, quote unquote, save the cat so that they're immediately a likable, connectable character. Uh, on the other hand of that, if you want to have an enemy, you have them uh, do vehicular manslaughter very quickly. <laughs> of yeah. course, of course. Old timey vehicular manslaughter. Mm-hmm. So it's slow and it's explosive, you know, like. And there's, there's fucking, no medical attention at all. None whatsoever. <laughs> none, none. So we hang out on that like desert shot and like we see okay. someone like an old woman like clawing away from the scene of this terrible train accident. And then the wily coyote, this big fucking coyote just like steps on her. Like she's nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like that's our, like, that's our, like, Oh, I fucking hate that guy. Yeah. So as the movie goes on, uh, you find out that the entire town is in like a protection racket uh, with the wily coyote and the coyote has been acting as this kind of like vigilante slash uh what's the term i'm looking for just like the evil ruler kind of thing of this town right mm-hmm. kind it's of not, a shadow ruler yeah sort of um so everyone keeps paying their dues to this wily coyote and that's why they brought in uh harry styles as this new sheriff to see if they can possibly do anything about this wily coyote because this is the third sheriff that they've tried with this, and the Wiley Coyote's gotten all of them. And we follow the plight of uh, Harry Styles trying not to fall for these classic japes, like painted hole in mountainside and sure. funny stick of TNT as cigar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard to avoid those. Chris Pine also wears like uh, like overalls that are just like a bit too short. So he looks a little bit goofy mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm. kind of talks like, oh boy, Sheriff, what are we going to do? And he like spins his hat around. And he's like, he's a very jovial character. But we have in act two, Harry struggling like <laughs> with alcoholism. He was unable- <laughs> <laughs> Studio note, he's struggling with alcoholism. <laughs> I mean, he's, it's he's the like, 18 what- getting- it's like the 1800s. Like, there's only two things to do. Survive and drink alcohol. Everyone things, was an alcoholic. <laughs> three things. Survive, drink, and fuck. 
So ah, like, yes. He, he's True. unable to save some of the townsfolk because he and Chris Pine, once again, were just sweaty, sweaty, erotic sex scene, okay? Like, we're doing the Fifty Shades thing where we can't, like, actually show nudity because we need to get, obviously, more butts in seats. Mm-hmm. But we're kind of doing, like, the implied. Like, we can show mm-hmm. Chris Pine's, like, left ass cheek a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, and that'll can, like, be and that'll be the last sex scene of the movie. Not at all. The third <laughs> act ends with one big fucking like full ass sex scene. But at this time, you know, like this is our right time aspect. It's he found love in this town. The town is the wrong place though. And like after they're making love and like he can't get to it and he comes back hat hanging low and he's like Deputy Will God punish us for what we've done today? And, and Chris Pine says, "Well, I don't know, Sheriff. That seems like some. That seems like a big old question for me, me, big sexy deputy. Maybe we should go talk to the town preacher. Maybe we should. Maybe we should suck and fuck each other more." <laughs> and studio oh, note. God. In the, in the second act, as they're trying to kind of figure out what this relationship means, I think they do go to the town preacher, and I think the town preacher is is played by... Mel Gibson. Nope. <laughs> who's, the, who's the dude who played Moriarty in Sherlock? Yeah, Scott, yeah, 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 yeah. Scott... Uh, Pilgrim. Pilgrim. So, so, so you're saying the preacher is, is Michael You know what? Sarah. Fuck it. It's Michael yeah, The preacher is Michael Sarah, and he's Russian. Okay. They, they, yeah, 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 yeah. They go to the preacher and they ask, you know, for forgiveness for what they've done. Like they were committing sins of the flesh um, and also weren't able to save the town because of that and their guilt they're, they're grappling with. Um, and the, and, oh, um, well, I guess. He's Russian. He's we Russian. We still have. Oh, well, I guess. Um, you still have um maybe uh <laughs> this wily coyote um to deal with, you know? So um maybe you uh deal with the coyote first and uh then maybe we all um uh can suck and fuck after. <laughs> um yeah, just throw vodka in there. <laughs> and have 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 vodka party. Um yeah, maybe we do that. Um because it kind of sucks to live in this town right now, you know? Okay? And it doesn't. It, it kind of sucks, and it doesn't fuck. <laughs> it kind, kind of sucks, and it it, 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 it doesn't fuck. So um, maybe 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 we do that. Um, you know, you guys really uh, found yourself uh, in the in the wrong place at the right time. <laughs> Title drop. <laughs> All right. Well, that's. Of, I like. Of, I like that. <laughs> Two thirds of the way through the movie, that's when the title card comes. Fuck, that's how you know the movie's so fucking good. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. So yeah, title card. We have the title drop. Everything. It's beautiful. How do we roll into Act Three to to bring this to a a nice landing? I've got an idea. Draw, and the coyote draws first, shoots his gun. But what's this? A little sign that says "Bang!" rolls out of the gun. There's yes, no actual yeah. bullet. Yes. And Harry Styles smirks. And pulls the and trigger. And fucking ices him. <laughs> yep. Ending the wily Coyote's reign on this small town. This, this terrible and then rain. They all suck and fuck. To the soundtrack of Through the Town of Our Freedom Rode a Stranger One Finder. 
Big iron on his hip. <laughs> big iron, big iron. And it is implied that the big iron is um, Chris Harry Pines. Styles. Chris oh, Pines. Huge Chris cock. Pines, huge cock. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that song. So studio note, it's Party in the USA. <laughs> in a Western? Yes. All right, fine. You don't like studio note. It's I'm Blue by Eiffel 65. <laughs> Work that into a Western dipshit. <laughs> I'm just wondering. Like, You're fucking you yourself wanted, with every word you say, all right? We wanted butts and seats. No, we can we can make it work. We can do Eiffel 65 in like a uh, a ragtime. <laughs> can we have someone cover it? It'll be like it'll be like a Knight's Tale where they're doing like Queen, but it's all medieval stuff. Like, yeah, can we have perfect. someone cover it? Can like it doesn't yeah, have to yeah. be like we're actually- going. Yeah, of course we're going to contextualize it. I've been in the business a long time. That was a fucking dumb question. Well, you fucking <laughs> scared me. Okay. <laughs> hey, Tyler, can you go get us some coffee? We'll figure out uh, where we want to go at this meeting after the fact that you get us coffee right the fuck now. Hmm? I'll take a cocktail, actually. Could get him a cocktail. Go. I'll work out the budget. I'm better at this. You know that. I'm, I'd feel more comfortable if I was in the room. Okay, but can you just, like shut the fuck up about it then? The budget? Yes. I haven't, we haven't talked about the budget yet. I know. Shut the fuck up about it. We're talking Don't about say a soundtrack. word. Well, this guy so sucks gonna, at soundtracks. Uh, are you not going to... Excuse me? Sorry, are you saying that to my face? <laughs> Sir. Who the fuck do you think you are? I'm He's, about to give you your big fucking break. This is going to be your shot that puts you into stardom, starts your fucking career, and you're going to come in and say that I suck at what I do? Do you think I've... Do you think all of these Oscars behind me are because I don't know what I'm talking about? Tyler, there's like 14 Oscars behind him. Come on. Yeah, but everyone knows the Oscars are just voted by people who don't watch the movies. No, hey, listen, you say that stupid out loud. little don't boy. Say that out loud. Listen, you dumb child. Listen to me. That's it. You don't I'm... know any. You, oh, I'm so fucking artistic. No, you're fucking not. You're stupid. You're not good at business. You're not good at story. You're not good at directing. Okay? I'm going to give you a shot. I'm trying to help you make something that isn't dog shit. And you're not listening to me. You're not taking my notes. You're not respecting that I know what I'm talking about. You're just running your big fucking mouth thinking that you're a big shot. So you know what? You're off the fucking project. You're fired. Get out of here. Fine. I'll make it with another studio. And you're never going to recoup the losses that Chris Pine and Sheriff Harry Styles in a 4D experience. My lawyers will literally end your life. Tay, I like what you got. Thank you. I'll give you $150 million to make this. Oh, oh my God. Thank you. Uh, we will definitely put it to good use. Uh, a Western on that kind of a budget is going to be insane. Done. The deal is inked. You know what else should be done? This fucking podcast. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Go ahead and leave a like, favorite, Mel comment. Mel Gibson plays or- the coyote. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Get out! We're already 15 fucking minutes over. All right, so leave us a like, favorite, comment, and or review. Really helps the show out. Gets us into curated lists. Helps us get into the ears of all of your friends. Go ahead and join our Discord group as well. You can find that in the description of wherever you're listening to this. Uh, We take comments and suggestions from there all the time. So if you want a direct line to our consciousness, that's a good way to do it. You can also go over to youtube.com slash shapelessmedia where you're going to find hundreds and hundreds of videos, including this podcast, where, uh, I mean, you're going to find something you like. So if you want more of this back and forth, well, you better go check out that YouTube channel. Close up. You at your computer. Cans of Mountain Dew. 
everywhere in this fucking room. Dirty ass socks. This is one of the most miserable, dark rooms we've ever seen in our lives. You, pondering to yourself, how do I make a name for myself? How do I get friends? How do I do something with my life? Me, reaching out, out of your computer, in a business suit, saying, do you want to start your very own podcast? Well, boy, have I got a product for you. It's called Poddex. And if you go to poddex.com right now and put in code SWORDWATCH, you'll get 10% off your first order. Poddex, what are they? They're going to help you make friends, be a better podcaster, get your own podcast off the ground, give you topics. Boy, they're going to fix your whole life. They're going to clean that desk full of Mountain Dew cans. And if you order right now with code SWORDWATCH, you'll get 10% off your first order. And you'll get buff. It'll make you buffer. Poddex, they'll make you buffer. Y'all ready for the pod deck last laugh? Sure am. What is the best ins... Oh, fuck, Nathan, not right now. What's the best inside joke you've been a part of? (laughs) What a fucking callback. Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if it's... Like, it's the most... It's the longest running inside joke I've ever been a part of, where Tay and I get on a phone call with Tori every Tuesday, and we, like, try and make (laughs) him feel good. I don't know if it's the best one. (laughs) You don't even make me feel good. You're verbally abusive. (laughs) Like Mel Gibson. (laughs) 